0: Hi and welcome to this first official episode, I'm Yanis and I'm Natalie. and today we welcome a special guest and guess who? Yeah, you guessed right, it's Sophia Prince, the daughter of Daniel Prince and I'm glad she joins us because,
1: mother, we are so happy to have girls of the new generation in our podcast because these are our future, children are our future, is our future and um it's not the same thing like the stupid idiots who glue them on, this, on the street. So this is the real future for our finance system and also for Bitcoin.
0: So let's get started.
1: Hi, I'm Janis. And hi, I'm Natalie.
0: And we welcome our first guest to our first episode of Nomad Podcast. So today we will talk about how to inspire the future generation how to be part of Bitcoin because Bitcoin is something that gives us freedom right and especially to us young people and I welcome Sophia, Sophia Prince and why don't you start saying something about you Sophia? Uh,
2: Well hi I'm Sophia as been introduced Uh, I'm 16 and my dad is a very big Bitcoin podcaster
0: by the way, greetings to your dad, Daniel, I hope you're there. <laughs> but um so yeah. Uh, a question. What are you drinking today, Sophia? What beverage is next to you?
2: Um, I don't have a specific beverage. I do have my water bottle here though, and it is full. So
0: She got a bottle of water, people. <laughs> of water? No, okay. Um so since this episode is about how to inspire the future generation to be part of Bitcoin. I wanted to ask you as a person of the younger generation, not that you're young because we're all getting older. Right. But, um, always. Yeah. And since, since we are the future kind of of this, sorry for saying it like that, of the shit society we live in, um, what does Bitcoin mean to you as a younger person and how can we inspire others to for example, through games or through advertisement, how to be part of Bitcoin
2: and so on. I'm going to be completely honest. I don't know too much about the technical side of it, Um, like at all. I'm really not based around like mathematics or like technology. Uh, I'm more humanitarian. So I suppose it would be more about how we can get people help from Bitcoin. So I already know how much it has helped a lot of people with their financial situation, Um, especially in, I think um, Lebanon and Turkey. Uh, I went to, as you guys know, I went to Lugano plan B and I listened to a talk there about how much it has helped uh, massively inflated countries uh, with like their financial problems and actually keep savings and um i just like live i suppose um so that's really what i'm aiming for bitcoin for the future to help as many people as it can Um, getting it to our generation for people to listen I I don't really know how we're supposed to do that. To be honest, I've, I've had many conversations like this before, actually, because I'm always going to the conferences and I'm often like, apart from my younger siblings, we are the youngest people there. Um, so people are very surprised, I guess. And so they ask me, Oh, have you got your friends into Bitcoin? How, how do you get them to listen? And the thing is, they don't really ever listen it's uh like i i tell them about it but they're like yeah okay i mean only one friend has really listened to my dad's podcast and i don't really speak to him anymore so i don't know if he's carried on with that or not
0: i feel like that's the number one issue we have like when you tell people about bitcoin they're like oh you're a bitcoin you're a scammer you support a Ponzi scheme and my number one argument is always well if bitcoin is a Ponzi scheme then our whole tax system is one as well and he was like uh 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 no i'm like yeah dude you literally pay like taxes for like every shit like when you when you pay taxes for like you 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 pay taxes for your food that you buy and grow like in a supermarket like groceries have like a tax on them i'm like that's not a Ponzi scheme and he's like yeah okay kind of but well, you said it is hard to tell people what Bitcoin is, especially the younger generation. I, I um, I actually had that problem when I was, ooh, how old was I? Three, uh, 16, 17, about your age. Um, I was completely new to this whole world, and I, luckily, my mother and my brother Joel, um, they were already in this world. They were they were already into Bitcoin, and I was like, okay, can you tell me? With simple steps, what it means, and they started with the stuff such as decentralization, what it means to be decentralized, what it means to have a wallet, what it means to, you know, these 12 words, to write them down on a piece of paper and not like digitally on a document or something on like a word document. And I think if we want to inspire the future generation, we can start with that maybe especially since you have siblings yourself, maybe yeah. you can start with that, you know?
2: I so. suppose, but uh, then again, I have a lot of help from my dad because obviously he's the he's the big one. He's a big Bitcoiner. Um, and I mean, my little sister is on his podcast most of the time. So she's kind of just um, like, they're listening to all of this anyways. Um, but I do understand how we can possibly help our generation. I just don't know how much it will help because about everyone today is like, they kind of just listen to themselves and they're like, oh no, yeah, Bitcoin's a scam or whatever. Just any, it's.
0: I, I I, to be honest, I just ignore those comments. Like, like, I don't know why, but it's, it's why, no, I, I don't give a shit what people say because they can say whatever they want. I always say, you know what? Have, have fun, stay poor. You no, know, that's like, that's like, yeah. I mean, my mom always says Yeah,
1: but Janice, so. Janis, they don't understand it when you say that. That, that, that's the problem because they don't understand finance. That because, is a big thing.
0: But- because we, we, are, we are, basically the whole system wants us to be consumers. They don't want us to be free and independent. I think Bitcoin especially gives us that freedom. Especially to us youngsters because we're like all day we're sitting in school doing maths, physics. I'm like, when are you gonna teach us about finance? Because I never had that in school and either do you, probably Sophia, but
2: No. um, even when I went to school, I mean, I don't really go to school anymore. I'm homeschooled, but when I did go to school, um, there was nothing at all about finances or like I mean, there wasn't much about growing up in itself either like taxes finance anything like that and then um i got home and my dad started talking about bitcoin and i still don't really understand finances and how like to pay bills and stuff but um in all of my years of like going to school and then not going to school i've learned more about finance in itself while i wasn't at school
1: Sophia, do you have some friends uh, which use Bitcoin or did you make any education to your friends? To start-
2: I, I have tried um, multiple times. Like For example, when I'm on like FaceTime with yeah. some of my friends, my dad sometimes comes in the room and he, he goes off on a tangent uh, about Bitcoin. And yeah. he spends like 30 minutes uh, trying to educate them. And my friends absolutely love it. They don't understand any of it, but they love it. So I I don't know. Maybe that helps.
0: Have you ever maybe considered, because um, mom and I, we're, we love uh, Sogiter, you know, the card game. We love that. And there are like some companies such as Thunder or Thinder Games, apparently, which if you play with their games, you earn sets. Have you ever maybe thought about showing that to your friends and... Maybe that could be a start for people to get Bitcoin or generally finance.
2: No, I've never really thought of that. Um, I mean, I don't picture my friends as much as like massive, like gamers or like people who play games, but there are a few of them that play like certain things. And yeah, that's actually a good idea.
1: So could I? So. Um... I have one question, nowadays in the societies we live in, we are uncomfortable with talking about money, as we say before, and generally finance. How can you, as the next generation of the Bitcoin world, guarantee that your generation will succeed in showing what money and Bitcoin means?
2: That is a good question. Um, I think it's just... I suppose if we can get online and get into, I mean, our generation, social media, so like TikTok and Instagram, whatever, um, they'll start seeing more of it. And then, I mean, maybe it'll even become a trend and then people will actually start talking about it and listening to things about it. And I mean, I can't, guarantee 100% that it will save us, because, you know, it's unpredictable, but that is also what guarantees it will save us, because from what I've heard currently, our savings aren't savings, they're just, you know, money there that you can like like that you have and um like for example i worked a bit in the summer and i got maybe 400 euro i looked at my phone my moon wallet the other day because we put it into bitcoin it was 750 euro great great and i'm like okay <laughs> this just guarantees my life later on
0: what's more of the story people save bitcoin <laughs> Save Bitcoin now. <laughs>
1: um,
0: that's also like the number one thing I, 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 when I started with Bitcoin and also adapting to it, I was like every day, like every morning, I checked my moon wallet, I checked my Exodus wallet, I checked like, the I even, I'm in my online school, so I kinda can, can't do it, can, I can't do it. But even f- like when I, was, when I was in my math lesson, I I checked the the the, the chart, you know, on the market, and my mom was like, "What are you doing? Are you not supposed to have math?" I'm like, "Yeah, kind of, but this is more important." So, and that's also like the, the the thing that people always have the assumption that ah, you can make millions of dollars overnight, which is it's not true. And I see Bitcoin also for me personally, I see it, I say. I don't want to say rent, but when you're older, you know, you save money or mm. to that status, you, you save money to, to have money for, you know, just when you stuff, when you're old, but I, I kind of see it as that. So, because I have, I have that a lot of times that people think, oh, I can make millions with it like that. And they're like, no, you can't do it like that. It, 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 it does like, it does like multiple steps to, to go there. So yeah, but that's kind of the thing we also have so and i my mom can also tell you a lot of stories about it since since she was a banker so (laughs) so yeah
1: do you also save your bitcoins um you saving in bitcoin with with um for example relay i I think you know very good relay the, um, the company so you have a very very easy um it's very very easy to save your bitcoins each
2: week yeah. or each month yeah uh, my dad obviously uh, personally know- knows uh the relay company um i don't i don't think i've ever spoken to someone from relay i'm not entirely sure to be honest i've spoken to so many bitcoiners everything just kind of muddles up in my head and like sometimes i don't even remember names which is <laughs> i apologize for um but if i wanted to and if I started, I could very easily start just putting money into into Bitcoin like however many times I want because of those connections. Great.
0: Yeah. By the way, if you wanna to talk to someone from relay, talk to Adam. He's like he's like the nicest guy. He he's the guy with the beard. He's like 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 I can talk to him for hours. He's such a nice guy. So um and I got like multiple t shirts from Relay, so like stack sets or, or something with relay written on it, but so, thank you, Relay. Um Another question, actually. Um, since you're the daughter of Daniel Prince and your dad knows Bitcoin, he's, he's like, into Bitcoin since, oh, since... Since when is he into Bitcoin? Just. Uh,
2: 2019, I think. But he first started it in, like, 2014, I think.
0: Okay. How... Is it for you as a daughter of such a cool dad, how is that for you? Like, how do you feel every day? Because I certainly feel grateful for what my mom did as a banker, as a mother, as a, you know, as generally the way she is. I feel grateful. How does it make you feel to have like a dad which knows something that is great and will help us to get more freedom? How, you know, just generally?
2: In general... Like, it it really depends, because sometimes when he's constantly talking about it, like, at the dinner table, we're trying to have a conversation about something completely different, and he just somehow relates it back to Bitcoin, it's really annoying. But at the same time, it's kind of incredible. It's, like, he's going to, like, help build a future for like me, my younger siblings, and everyone of our generation, and the generations to come. And he is the one that is educating people about it, and spreading the word, and getting it out there, that it will eventually help us. So it's quite incredible.
0: When you just said, like, he makes stuff... Up like out of nowhere, I have to same with my mom. She she just buys a bag that is orange, oh look Bitcoin. Or like or when we when we are eating oranges or like just something that is orange, he's like, Oh look Bitcoin. So I don't I get you, I get you. But okay. Um last question actually. So that was like the perfect first episode I think. Mom, do you wanna ask that? No so
1: question. <laughs> yes. yes. Um do you know the head of the Europe Central Bank, uh, Christine Lagarde? So, what do you think about Christine Lagarde?
2: I've definitely heard of her. I don't. I don't know too much about her, to be honest. My dad has basically <laughs> banned her name from the house. Kind of. <laughs> That's good. That's a good. <laughs> <name. Yes>. Like. <laughs> I- I yeah we've never spoken specifically about her, but we have spoken about um central banks as a whole and like the the Rothschilds family, and that has always been very oh they're evil um and I suppose to to a certain extent extent they definitely are, but again, um, I don't know too much about it, so I can't really answer. <laughs>
0: So people listen to what Sophia said. Rothschilds are evil. <laughs> They're the worst family ever. No, but I, I actually agree. They are the worst family. So, like, yeah. like Vanguard Rothschilds, those are the worst. Which also, funny enough, they have the most Bitcoin <laughs> investment. So, but anyway, um, I think that was just a perfect ending. So that rounds it up. Actually, um, anything else you would like to say, Sophia?
2: Not really, apart from maybe shilling my dad's podcast. No, I'm kidding. I won't.
0: You you can. You can. I can can link it in the episode. Yeah, of
2: course we do. Yeah, well, it's the Once Bitten podcast, and it's, I mean, it's very big in Europe. I know it is in Europe, and a little bit in the US, not as much, but it's getting there.
0: Make sure to check that out, people. And make sure to check out our German show of this podcast and make make sure you check out our show, which is recorded the first episode. So go to our first episode, people. And dear people, make sure to check out Sophia. I will link her IG, her Instagram down below, if that is okay with you, I hope. And I hope you have a great day. I hope we have a great day, but I also hope you have a great day. And greetings to your dad. To Daniel hello Daniel if you're there please he's say hello not, please <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh, I'm not gonna say hello to this guy he asks so many questions <laughs> at conferences um yeah, he's... and <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs>
2: uh,
0: greetings to your dad as I said and greetings to your family to your siblings yeah. to your mother and I hope you have a great time so see you soon bye
1: people thank you Sophia. it was so nice to having you bye